So, so do, maybe do, we'll do, have do, an do, intro. Do, maybe do, we do, won't. Do, do, do. Cool. Um, hey, Todd. Oh, hi. Uh, How are you? You're you're a bit you're a bit discombobulated. I am a I little think, bit discombobulated. But... So I I just had a uh, a person who we've only talked to once on a sales call call me in a panic about a website that he broke and uh or is broken he's not sure how it broke and uh all that so uh, a very high profile site we yeah, will say but yeah. yeah so 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 we will get through i've just i in scheduling this we're, we're doing this on a wednesday at 5 30 of all times and i was like oh i should take a shower before and that way i'll be just ready for dinner and stuff and I my showers I'm like Nick I'm a water person so like I'll just stay in the shower for like a half hour or whatever and disassociate and and so I get out now and I'm like I'm so ah, relaxed and so hopefully hopefully we'll be able to bring some energy to this show and I wanted to start off talking about something that I experienced so it's been a, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded and not this past Monday but a week before I started having this like really bad stomach. It wasn't like cramps. It wasn't like I ate something bad, but just like a thing that was start making me really made me feel sick. And it turns out that uh, from what I put together after that, that I overdosed on fiber and I would absolutely just nothing would get through my system because I think it was just like a a giant clump of hay or whatever just like <laughs> stuck in there and I've never really had any intestinal issues really and and I it wasn't like you know pain pain but it was just this weird ache that made you kind of nauseous and and it was so severe. I mean, like, again, I wasn't writhing around in pain, but just like I couldn't stand up straight. I had to walk like hunched over and and uh, um, oh, man, I forgot. I forgot where I was going to go with that. Oh, and so I couldn't for the first time since I literally can remember. Not only did I not leave the house, even I've been sick, I've been, I've had COVID and I'll go to the store, I'll go do something, go get gas just to get out of the house or whatever. Not only did I not leave the house to get one of my refills, I did not have a Coke that entire day, one of my diet Cokes, just because like it, I was so miserable yeah, and like, and, and so that lasted throughout that whole day. That night, I could not sleep at all because it was so painful. And then, of course, I'm thinking I go into Nick mode and like, right. I didn't, I didn't Google it, but I yep. was like, I get this is how it ends. I like, have whatever. finger cancer and, or whatever. Nick right has now. <laughs> I have a bowel obstruction, right. whatever that is, or however you get it. Even though it's been one day, <laughs> my intestines are <laughs> twisted. <laughs> so yeah and then so i went to i did no i did leave the house i i correct that i went to safeway which is a couple of blocks down the street and got some little laxative gummies i think well let's lube that up and like i knew i wasn't dehydrated because like i get up three times a night to go to the bathroom i mean i drink so much liquid as it is so i was like it's not that nothing's really changed in my diet i guess and then i was like well 
I've been picking all these apples off the neighbor's tree that I have in the fridge. I haven't been eating, like, I'll eat one a night. It's not like I'm going crazy okay. with those. But then I'm like, well, what did I change? I'm like, my dinners haven't changed. But for desserts, I moved from ice cream. I haven't had ice cream in a while. And I moved back to, to cereal. To and so I've been like... <laughs> So it's like nothing super high, but I just eat yeah. a lot of shredded wheat is one of them. So I have like two bowls of shredded wheat and then this other oat flaked thing plus that. And then like Colin had some fiber gummies that were really good leftover. So I'd been like munching on those because like in my head, I'm like, I don't really pay a lot of attention to what I eat, but I'm sure surely I don't eat enough fiber. I'm not like eating salads and all that. And so the uh, and so the next day I was like, this is just like so i ended up i'm like i've got to eat something a maybe that will help things and so i just ate a giant pot of macaroni and cheese with hot dogs <laughs> cut up in it and that eventually solved my problems <laughs> so, so then like for the last week and a half i'm like panicked about fiber so i'm like only eating things without fiber now like everything is like an in the oil based paste that i'm eating i'm like well this is not <laughs> It's not right either. So <laughs> anyway, my body had abandoned me. It was, oh, wow. it was it was really just a strange thing to like not even want a Diet Coke during yeah. the day, which was like, that Who is very you? alarming. I yeah. know. Anyway, that was my overdosed on fiber story <laughs> That's that you've wild. all been waiting for. <laughs> Hold on. I have, to, I have to turn off my, my VCR here. Thing okay. A second. Oh brother! So I was telling you beforehand that when I rip tapes, they don't that don't have a time code on them. And they end up being like forever long, and finally it shut off. This Alan Thick hosted cute animals show that I found somehow, and I thought, oh good, it's finally done. But it just I had it set wrong, and so now I have to start, start over. over from the beginning. Perfect. So, good news. Well, the other thing I did. When I got sick, I was like, I just was laying there on the couch, just miserable. And I just needed some comfort watch or something like that. And so I ended up watching, uh, re-watching Avengers uh, Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. For for some reason, that's even though I'm not like a Marvel person, I enjoyed the Marvel movies, but I'm not like a yeah. huge whatever. But like those movies are just so well done and so long, like it's six hours worth of stuff. And I noticed... That even so, I watched that, and then on Tuesday I watched um, Endgame, which is equally as long, and I was feeling fine by then. I did not get up once in the three plus hours that movie was, and like movies I like, no matter what I'm doing, I have to get up every forty minutes to do something. It's just how I'm much. I'm just like my mother. I have to get around and prutz around, as they say, which is just kind of get up to do nothing, just to have gotten up type thing. And I realized in both of them that I did not get up. And that was fascinating to me how well done those long ass movies are and how well paced they are that I didn't get up once. But then I thought, oh, this will be fun. I'll go off of those and I'll watch the new Flash movie. Have you seen Flash? I have not. Not yet. Okay. It is. Brian asked me about it, too. And he's like, is it good? I was like, well, it's something that needs to be seen because <laughs> it is the weirdest, most I can't even describe what the movie Flash is like. And I had watched a bunch of YouTube videos on the, you know, what 
it's like reviews on it and stories about it. So I was mostly just fascinated from the cultural aspect to, to see it. And it is just a wild movie that you can't. So if anybody has not seen the flash, uh, I would I would quasi recommend seeing it. Not that it's good, but I just feel like it's the same thing I told Brian. I'm like, it just has to be seen. So I haven't talked to him since then, but I'm excited to see if he's if he's watched that. Haven't seen Flash. Uh, we did see one of the funniest movies that I've seen in a long time, and uh, it's called No Hard Feelings. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's called, it's called No Hard Feelings. No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. And it's it's one of those oh. rom-commy kind of uh, flicks. But it was so well-written and so much comedy. And it was hilarious. It, like, shockingly hilarious in, in moments. And Oh, wow. Uh, I won't, yeah, I kind won't of just give heard... up any of the game. But it's... It's so it's pretty new then because I remember brand seeing new. Jennifer Lawrence kind of in the in the news promoting it. Yeah, uh, brand new. Who, who else is in it? Um, nobody. Just, some guy, <laughs> there's a guy. Jennifer Lawrence and some guy. It's some guy who's kind of nerdy and you know. Uh, oh, funny! And so uh, I highly recommend that movie. We also watched a play this last week in. Oh. Uh, at uh, how metropolitan of you? How metropolitan of us at. The Lloyd Center at the <laughs> abandoned Victoria's Secret. Uh, they turned into a black box theater that seats about oh, 50 yeah. people. Oh, yeah. I think we had a story about that. Yeah, a while ago. yeah. And so it was a um, uh, a play, uh, uh, hold on, uh, called Happy Days by um, uh, Fonzie. By Fonzie and um, it's Samuel Beckett play. And oh, okay. have you ever seen any Samuel Beckett? I have not. I'm I don't not think so. I know his name, but absurdist, crazy, um, weird, and beguiling for an hour and a half. Uh, it, it was fun to watch. They did an amazing performance. Two person play, mostly one person. Uh, the other was kind of a you know, just incidental character that poked and uh and and so you have i still am wondering what i watched kind of kind of play uh almost experimental like art it was very arty uh but uh really really well done and uh in the victoria secret in the mall and that's really neat so they made it you know, is it an old? Is it a Victoria's Secret that's no longer there, or is it like you're sitting next to like no, there's panties and some sort of? There's nothing there. Uh, yeah, the the mall is okay. is just a skeleton of itself. The, the there's ice skaters and maybe six stores that are open. That's uh, such a shame. None none of the big stores are open anymore. I was thinking again how we need to put all the federal buildings in. Great. Like those type of offices, the DMV type places that people need to go all in one place since it already has public transportation and it's on the routes and or even just straight up offices like. Yeah. Yeah. We or local businesses, local business. I mean, I uh, Collins Collins parents had that tiny little store. I mean, it was maybe 800 to a thousand square feet. You know, one of those little tiny, tiny stores. And it was like 15 grand a month for rent. So dumb. And I mean, it's. 
yeah so anyway yeah so uh <clears throat> so that was a a really good find and before oh, nice before this uh, show i had chat gpt come up with some portland jokes oh, okay and, good. oh good and out of a dozen there's there's one or two that aren't <laughs> terrible <laughs> what's the difference between a portlander and a puppy i don't know uh the puppy stops whining after it grows up that's that's the one we got that's the one we got i mean there were there are a bunch of others like why did the portlander get kicked out of the movie theater because he brought his own artisanal popcorn you know what's the portland version of a traffic jam two cyclists and a food truck blocking the road uh yeah (laughs) stuff like that wow so here's a hard pivot what did what did hunter biden supposedly do i know Uh, his stuff has been all over the whatever and i know there's invest like real investigations that are findings but like the the clamor i guess of of some people to equate it to the other political crimes that are in the headlines right now i'm like is there more to the like am i a victim of the liberal media bias of thinking that there's nothing yeah like, do there's uh, some tax crimes and a gun crime uh and okay. so he paid the taxes and uh you know had was and is was the guilty. undercurrent like he got uh special deals in wherever because of his biden association that that's what they're trying to find so they're they're trying to open a uh impeachment investigation to find a crime uh which is usually not how it's done it's usually <laughs> here's the crime and we, and i would be i mean there's not a lot of things that would shake my faith in the american institution but finding out that the son of one of the most powerful political people in the world got special treatment in finding job connections right that is just beyond the pale. Right. And as soon as Ivanka and Jared are back in power, I am going to do something about this. Exactly. Exactly. So good. All right. Well, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like, no, this is like state secrets or like, I don't know, like war crimes or something like that. All right. Well, he's probably a tool. And have they found his laptop? Is that like, or is that like under the pizza restaurant? Uh, it's that under Hillary the pizza is. restaurant. Hey. It's a, okay. the, the pedo laptop doing pedo pizza thing. <laughs> I did see that he, he posted a picture of himself or had a picture of himself like nude posing with a gun. And so I was oh, like, yeah. well, that's, well that, that's the kind of like political outrage I, I want. Like the Billy Beer, <laughs> for, you know, Clinton's brother, Roger or whatever that was like. Those were the fun, the fun political scandals. So. well we've got some news today that we can dive into and i answered my own question i was like i should ask mark about what's going on with india and the moon and saw that i had pulled a story on it so india's moon recovery confirms sulfur on the moon's south pole (laughs) just like they've confirmed sulfur on my south pole All right. Well, the discovery was made possible by the laser introduced breakdown spectroscopy spectroscopy Spectroscopy. Yep. Spectroscopy. <laughs> Which is called LIBS, the laser induced breakdown spectroscopy. 
Aboard the Chandrayaan-3 rover, the discovery of sulfur on the moon's surface is significant because it provides new insights into the composition of the moon's surface and its geological history. The moon's south pole has remained largely unexplored until recently. Last week, India became the first country to land a craft near the largely unexplored south pole and just the fourth nation to land on the moon. So I tried to quiz myself. Obviously, America has been on the moon. I'm guessing Russia. Yep. England doesn't have a space program, do they? Uh, no. They're part of ESA, the European Space so Agency. So Russia, Russia, China. Oh, China. China, exactly. Okay. When did they go to the moon? Like, it's been a minute, hadn't it? A, yeah, like five years ago, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. okay. Well... <clears throat> The achievement is a significant milestone, and the discovery is a breakthrough. Sulfur is a chemical element that is essential for life on Earth. It's used in the production of many important chemicals, fertilizers, detergents, and pharmaceuticals. Uh, it raises the possibility that it could be used for future space missions, uh, such as for a fuel and uh, using the moon to, as a place that we can refuel. The LIBS also confirmed the presence of aluminum, calcium, iron, chromium, and titanium, which note that for, for later in the show. Um, but sulfur is a volatile element, which means that it's easily vaporized and can be transported over long distances. Um Blah, blah, blah. So that's interesting, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so does this mean that the the Indians own the libs? <laughs> they own the moon and then we'll take it over. Yeah. Confusing them with Native Americans, how we just get to take anything that they have. <laughs> they've own the they've discovered first. Always got to own the libs. Always uh, got to own the libs. Um, can we pause for one second? Your audio do you have audio settings if you go into somehow yes and uh the optimized audio um was removing the whistle sound and so i i saw oh. you moving the whistle but it was optimizing your audio uh. and not doing the whistle so do the whistle again oh, okay it's funny that still doesn't it, it's Zoom a little bit does such a good job yeah because yeah, i was like oh i can play sound things off my but then whatever no this is anyway going to the right little... microphone uh gets you right to the right place that's awesome okay well good yeah that we just had a little break out there what who are we not nerd solving all our <laughs> tech issues here um Vulnerable. oh yeah why don't you take this next cool top federal health official confirms exactly 420 that that at exactly 420 that his department is recommending marijuana rescheduling. The secretary's post on Wednesday came as numerous lawmakers, advocates, and state officials re reacted to the scheduling development, with many applauding the potential reform while others push for complete legalization. While there's significant its excitement about the development, nothing is final about the scheduling decision. DEA said it will now initiate its review taking into account <laughs> fda's findings making uh but it makes the final call and isn't required to follow through on a schedule three reclassification so currently marijuana is classified you know alongside heroin uh and fentanyl as being <laughs> just destructive right. to human life and i've pretty much been smoking since i was 30 every you know 
all the time. And you were you were, were you had already gone started going bald by then. So right, it didn't even cause didn't cause my baldness. Male pattern baldness. <laughs> no, it and um, yeah, and so I'm. Yeah, so it is. Yes, time stupid. time for change, which doesn't sound like is anywhere <clears throat> near no. down the road as far as how government things work. So. <coughs> Let's see. Oh, Andy oh, and Bax. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to take that next one, too. Yeah, so Andy and Bax, outdoor supplier and military surplus outlet, Andy and Bax is closing its doors. There was a sign announcing the closure as it appeared on the side of the business uh, right in Grand Avenue right there in the inner southeast at 324 Southeast Grand. Uh, either September 4th or 5th. Not sure when the sign went up exactly. <laughs> But it was also posted on their Facebook. Um, and so general manager Kathy Finn tells the Willamette Week via email that the store's 78-year run is coming to an end simply because the owners are retiring. She adds they do not have an estimated last day of business at this time. Finn did not specify whether the owners tried to sell the establishment before calling it their career. Merchandise is now 20% off, including boots, socks, all sorts of military hats, flame-resistant camouflage jackets, and nunchucks. <laughs> all sales are final, and the business is still accepting Andy and Bax gift cards that have already been purchased. There's no word on what will happen to all the displays, mostly mannequins and military wear, <laughs> the most iconic character being the door-greeting wolfman in an officer's uniform and aviator shades. Classic, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a great store, but it's good to see that not they're not like running out or like uh, we're forced out or and yeah. it's, they've they've had their run. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if that stays empty in that location because it's not. I mean, they're trying to. I feel like turn that little area around, but it's been a. I feel like one of the more go. difficult areas to to deal with. So well. In other sections of Portland, Portland considers the future of Keller Auditorium, which they say is nearing the end of its life. One of the oldest performing arts centers in Portland, the officials say it is in need of major upgrades. They're exploring options to either renovate the theater or build a new venue. Uh, It's a 3,000 seat venue. That's where I've seen a couple things. I saw how did this get made there most recently with, with our friends Nate and Chelsea. It was built in 1917. Yeah. And renovated in 1967. Yep. But the city who owns the Kellers says that today's standards, it needs a lot of work, including seismic upgrades. At some point in the next decade, it's going to be really need to be completely renovated or replaced. So people are studying it. One alternative is to build a brand new venue. And so they're asking local property owners about that. Um, one renovation concept in close, involves closing Southwest Third Avenue to traffic, expanding the front of Keller Auditorium and creating a plaza, which would make sense because they have that water feature thing yeah. right across the way there. Um, That'd be amazing. So that will go to the city council. It would take $200 million for either a full renovation or a new venue. Hmm. $200 million seems kind of low for a brand new venue, but what do hmm. we know? Yeah, I don't know. What do I know? Well, Adventure Alert! This amazing new Hillsborough Park unleashes a playful giant. Now, this is different. We had that story about those Norwegian troll statues coming to the Pacific right. Northwest. Do you remember? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got to look at like what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this looks to be in that similar similar thing. It looks like kind of a troll thing, but it's a new uh, a new Hillsborough Park that looks like a big play giant. And it opened uh, on Hidden Creek Park West, wherever that is. 
Um, and it goes beyond the Americans with Disabilities Act to encourage interaction and creative play for everyone. It has specialized equipment and safety components in the shape of a large giant. Officials say Hillsboro community members voted the name of the giant to be Oro, which means gold in Spanish. <coughs> So there, there's water play, looping pathways, exercise equipment, swinging benches, shade structures, a hammock grove, a hammock grove, hammock what is grove. that? Game areas and a mural. Um, according to Hillsborough officials, game equipment is not included, but visitors can check out and borrow items from the library. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that libraries have things like you can go rent some lawn equipment or you can a sewing machine, probably huh. or like things like that that are like really expensive. A lot of them have little lending libraries like that where you can check out something that like a skill saw or something like that that you just need for a project. So <clears throat> check out your local library. That's really cool. I know that uh, many neighborhood associations also have lending libraries for yard tools and and everything we haven't oh that's cool haven't done that yet but. so the northeast portland uh welcomes the people's courts a <laughs> new hub for sports and socializing uh, <laughs> this portland, from ortland oregon or ortland, where i accidentally thriving took metropolis the of or oh ortland uh portland <laughs> Uh, a much-awaited 48,000-square-foot recreation Jeez. center and social space opens Friday in Northeast Portland. The People's Courts feature... I love that it name. It's great. Uh, features pickleball, courts, bocce ball, indoor disc golf, and more. We're really excited for this to not be just a place for people to come and play active sports and games, but to come and hang out and enjoy our really great food and drinks uh, she said, we've got four large TVs in the main restaurant and bar called The Kitchen. So we'll have sports on and we'll really encourage people to come and just hang and watch the game. So that's really a part of what we want to offer here. The People's Courts are off Northeast 82nd across from McDaniel High School. It's open Sunday through Thursday. 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 8 a.m. to midnight. So, yeah, that sounds really cool. Uh, Voodoo Donut in Portland is the most overrated tourist attraction, study shows, <laughs> and says every Portland resident. Uh, yes. USA Today analyzed 23.2 million Google reviews of 500 of the most popular attractions in the world to uncover the biggest tourist traps the most overpriced and the most overrated attractions worldwide according to a study voodoo donut in downtown had the most reviews that included the word overrated multnomah <laughs> falls came in at number 28 on the list Aww. uh tourist uh a tourist trap based on the frequency frequency of user reviews flagging the destination as <laughs> excuse me as a quote-unquote tourist trap. Other Pacific Northwest stop, uh, spots on the list include Pike Place Market up in Seattle, the Space Needle up in Seattle, and the original Starbucks also in Seattle next yes. to Pike Place Market. I feel bad for Multnomah Falls, but I guess that Falls. is kind of the definition of a trap because you are kind of trapped out there. Yeah. It's not like – but it's I haven't, very, I haven't been very out there cool. since they 
updated their parking rules and you have to get a permit before you go out there and there is yeah scared I, have I drive past it all the time to see my mom yeah. and dad so that's that's how i enjoy the falls well uh we are getting into we had to pivot on uh we've been accused of of thievery so we've had to pivot into not just the headlines mark but it's just mostly the headlines I have none of my other uh, sounders today, so Portland takes top spot of recent list of coolest cities in the U.S. and Canada. Rounding out the top five are New York, Los Angeles, Seattle, and Toronto, respectively. Ex- uh, ex- oh, oh I was you can go. Yeah, the we'll, we'll go back and forth. Experience the Hood River Valley by rail bike. Running now through October, guests can take the over two-hour ride through the valley, stopping along the way to tour the fruit company <laughs> and that i was planning on going on that it's that same thing that they have yeah. up by the coast that i did with yeah. my parents and i was like oh let's do that one but i think tickets are like two hundred dollars a person Perfect. so we're like well let's let's have that price come down after a couple of years and then we will take it uh but moving on a dog breeder is re-engineering french bulldogs faces to make them healthier as they should. so they were elongating the snouts Missouri trans snitch form down after peep Missouri trans snitch form down (laughs) after people spammed it with the B movie script. Yeah. So there is in Missouri had a, a a government on the government site. You can fill in questions and concerns about trans people, which they have dubbed a snitch form. Got it. So Missouri trans snitch form went down after people just started spamming it with the script for B movie. (laughs) The I love that kind board of made that. by Missouri about trans has been taken down after people spammed it with the B movie script. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, the Fukushima radioactive waste dumped in the ocean quote may cause mutant animals, eh, says an expert. It's so. Just deuterium. It's all fine. <laughs> just heavy water. Uh, paper straws found to contain long-lasting and potentially toxic chemicals. Thank God. I hate so, <laughs> them and never use them. And I would rather kill... kill <laughs> I would rather strangle a tuna with my own bare hands. <laughs> than drink out of a paper straw. Uh, well, in sad news, Canada warns LGBTQ people of U.S. state laws in an updated travel advisory. So there's now a, a, a higher danger in some states for LGBTQ people to visit from Canada. And it is reflected in their travel advisories. Um, <clears throat> I was watching a TikTok video of somebody that um, inst- they pronounced that whole sequence of letters just the eligibility <laughs> so canada warns the eligibility people of u.s states laws in updated there does we need to wait speaking of the gay agenda maybe you can next time you have your meeting yeah. mark you can you can advance this to the secretary or whoever uh takes care of it but we need mm. a different term like i wrote a couple papers that in turn in school and had to type out lgbtq plus every time it, it's difficult to say yeah. so if we can just uh, we need <clears throat> to somehow condense it or make it an acronym or i don't know so no, yeah on your next next yeah. gay agenda meeting so that, you have yeah it's in the in the in the back office of uh, the Abercrombie and Fitch <laughs> 
I'll I'll bring it the to door the is attention. Flanked by the the two shirtless eighteen year old models that used to stand by the door. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, well, good news. The Biden administration unveils first ten drugs subject to Medicare price negotiations. Yeah, so there's a technical list that I have there, but um, it seems to be like stuff for uh, reducing bloody blood clotting, diabetes, diabetes, type two diabetes, heart failure, arthritis, uh, different types of blood cancers, and uh, Crohn's disease, and insulin. So that was awesome. the big one: is the insulins, Fiasp and Novolog. Um, so good news there. Um, and the Democrats accused traps. Tax prep, well, not just the Democrats, people in general accuse tax, tax prep firms. Good grief. Tax prep. Can you say? Can tax you say prep tax firms? prep? Tax prep firms? No. Of undermining new IRS efforts on electronic free file tax returns. So basically, lawmakers accuse the companies of lobbying. Shockingly, I would be shocked to hear that as I would that uh, favoritism, <laughs> favoritism in children uh, is happening too. Um, hiring former government workers to sway public interest against free file for all and deliberately sabotaging, sabotaging a government program that had previously offered free tax prep services. So yeah, that is one of the very open secrets is how much money is spent uh, making taxes so confusing that you need uh, to spend $300 or more um, filing for tax. I'm, I'm assuming everybody has to pay more than that. But for us poor people, $300 a year is a lot for filing for taxes. So anyway. Lawsuits accuse Burger King and others of ads that misrepresent their foods. Burger King is the latest company in the crosshairs. In August, a federal judge in Florida refused to dismiss a class action lawsuit that claims Burger King's ads overstate the amount of meat in its Whopper burger and other sandwiches. 214 class action lawsuits were filed against food and beverage companies in 2022, and 101 were filed in the first six months of this year. That's a huge increase from 2010 when just 45 were filed. One of the attorneys who filed it has similar cases pending in New York against Wendy's, McDonald's, and so Taco this kind of sounds like maybe this Little one trolling. attorney is like making his yeah. his living uh, suing fast food companies for class action because mostly lawyers make money in class actions and like everybody else gets a, you know thirty cents <clears throat> for whatever cents yes yeah good times uh, anyway so yeah it is interesting too that like we all know. Advertising and marketing, you know, is a lot of illusion and a lot of what this article refers to as puffery, which is an ad term that I absolutely love. What is puffery and when is it deceit? And there are very specific laws about advertising and what you can and can't say and what you can and can't promise. So it is a lot more regulated and you cannot just like outright lie in in ads else you will get in a lot of trouble, which is when those puffery words come up. And even, and I think I've uh, talked about this before, how when you'll look on cereals or you'll look on things and it'll say good source of fiber, speaking of, or great source of fiber. Those are two different things connotating different percent. You can have a good a good source of fiber is like 10% and below. If you say great, it has to be more than 20%. Like, So those are puffery words that you can use that that people don't even know uh, are actual terms, which is weird. But yes, you cannot outright lie uh, in advertising. 
Well, that is all the news that is fit to print this week. Um, Oh, I did also see, going back to uh, things I watched, it wasn't a superhero movie, but I also watched the new Indiana Jones movie. Oh, how was that? uh, Which, it was unnecessary. (laughs) Critics say unnecessary. Uh, Brian did like it a lot, and he's a huge Indiana Jones fan, so I, I, I have heard... That I've I haven't heard anyone like flat out call it bad, which it's not. I mean, um, but it's whatever. I feel like a lot of these movies like that or the new Matrix or the new whatever, it like they're they're just hanging their hat on forty year old nostalgia and yes, not much else. Yes. So unnecessary unnecessary it just it just feels like content like yeah. someone just described it as just plain content <laughs> <laughs> this is perfectly cromulent content that you have given me do you re- oh my gosh this alan thick tape is still going <laughs> it's been an hour and 37 minutes anyway hmm. well i'm going to answer a question this week that i brought up myself the other uh a couple days ago a couple days ago, a couple shows ago, I think, which was why our bodies needed iron. Oh, yeah. This, but, oh, that's because I had that toy in Sunday school that had the little iron filaments in it. Um, and so that kind of led me on a quest to, to think about because one of the things that I always tell uh, kids or, or teenagers when they seem like blasé and bored with like the wondrous creation around them and them as human beings, I point out, well, our we're humans that need to eat metal to produce electricity. And if like that doesn't blow your mind as a person, like then I can't help you in any way. (laughs) And so I was like, well, why I I know that we need metals, like speaking a serious, speaking of overdosing on cereal again, like all of the cereals are fortified with iron and 45 minerals and all this stuff. And it's like, well, what is it that our body does with metal in it? Like, why does it need it? So, First, we need to define a metal, which the the technical definition of a metal is a substance with high electrical conductivity, luster, and malleability, uh, which readily loses electrons to form positive ions, which are also called cations. Is that how you pronounce that? And metals have unique, and there's a couple other that are on the definition of a metal wheel, like luster, shininess, and hardness, and stuff like that. Um, And they have the unique chemical physical properties that cannot be provided by organic compounds. And we'll get into later, but that's basically why our bodies need them is because they do things that organic compounds uh, don't. So um, the physical properties of metal, again, are the good conductors of heat and electricity, ductile, which is the ability of the material to be stretched into wire, which is just a funny, like, scientific grade that you can measure its ability to be stretched into a wire um the malleability which is allows them to be beaten into flat sheets like aluminum um metals are sonorous because they produce a deep or ringing sound when struck by another hard object and usually all metals have a shiny appearance but these metals can also be polished to have a shiny uh appearance so some of the other uh, properties of metals is the reaction with water like Rust is one of the um, is one of the examples. They react with acids, bases, and oxygens to do different things. Ninety five. This kind of blew my mind because, like, when I think of metals, you think of iron or aluminum or 
you know, those ones that we think of in metallurgy and like the guy beating on his anvil to make a horseshoe or whatever. But 95 of the 118 things on the periodical table of elements is a metal or likely to be. Yeah. And like all this stuff that I don't think of as a metal, like calcium or sulfur, I think is another, is another, um, I had a list coming up here. Um, but all these things like sodium, sodium, I I had no idea. Sodium was a metal. I always think of it as a rock mineral or whatever, not a metal. Yeah. So yeah, 95, I don't know what that percent, 95 of the 118 things are metal or most likely to be. Um, humans and all other living things, f- organisms flourish due to the presence of primary compounds like fats, carbohydrates, and proteins. But those do bio- bio- they can't do biological processes and provide energy for every single cell like a metal can because there's a metal catalytic center in um, in our cells that turn things into different enzymes. Other metals like calcium, magnesium, and sodium maintain the electron gradient through our cell membranes. Um, and we need metals to actively function in conjunction with those uh, compounds. The body does need metals to per- function properly, but only with a specific range. So you can get way too much metal, and that's going to do way more harm than not having enough of that. Um, but you can also have a deficiency. A lot of people get iron defi- in, uh, deficiency, and that's a form of anemia you can get, especially if you're uh, female. And so iron deficiency is a big thing. Um So metals need to activate enzymes, which are the molecules that have the important jobs of doing things. And metals have, there's at least 10 metals we need, and we'll have a little quiz later, as essential for humans and are indispensable. And we are made of 2.5% metal. What? Is how much metal we have in our bodies. So Uh, so we get... If I, I I just want to get five pounds 2.5 percent so we said 2.5 percent metal so six and a quarter pounds of metal uh, whoa for you for me yeah whoa based on 251 pounds right now six pounds of metal yeah that's a, oh, now that's blowing my mind that's a lot of metal that's a lot of metal uh, there are two th- groups of the uh, minerals minerals and um, metal that we need. They're called major minerals and trace minerals. The major minerals store uh, large quantities in the bo- stored in large quantities in the bodies are things like calcium, chloride, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, sodium, and sulfur. Like potassium, I never would have guessed would have been a metal either because I always just think of bananas <laughs> when you think of that. And sulfur, yeah, sulfur being a metal, sulfur seems like a gas to me. Because that's what makes eggs smell when they go bad. <laughs> so your eggs are turning into metal? Well, I, I always think of the powdered sulfur that we had in school for for stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, but I guess. That's probably I, oxidized. Uh, a lot of what we see as metal and what we know as metal, it has been oxidized or, or isn't the element it is an element that's bound yes so the the iron that we like makes my cast iron pan is different in composition than the iron used in our bodies even though it's the same thing i guess um the trace minerals uh we don't need a large amount of things like chromium copper fluoride what fluoride is a metal oh yeah iodine 
and then iron manganese molybdenum which might be my favorite uh, element just because it's so preposterously named uh selenium and zinc so um all these minerals come from the rock the soil and the water and they are absorbed into plants that grow or the by the animals that then eat them fresh foods aren't the only source some processed foods like breakfast cereals obviously might be fortified so here's don't look any further on our, are you looking at the notes nope, here i'm not so I, I have a quiz here. So we've we've answered some of the some of the uh, ten. We need ten of these things. So we need chromium, copper, fluoride, iodine, iron, manganese, molybdenum, selenium, zinc, potassium, phosphorus, and that's that seems like more than ten. But um, calcium, manganese, sodium, and sulfur. So here's a quiz that I found. Mark, I this is like oh, if only I had our sounders. Yeah, I am an actress, or whatever those sound clips <laughs> right? of you doing. So, Mark, I am the essence of your food when paired with chlorine. What am I? Um, well, table salt, sodium chloride, sodium. Yeah. Sodium is a very soft, silvery white metal. About 85% of the sodium in the body is found in the blood and the lymphatic fluid. It's necessary to maintain proper water balance within the cells to ensure healthy function of nerve impulses and muscle function. In partnership with potassium, which is a K, the sodium ions are act like a chemical battery that allows the buildup of electrostatic charge in the cells. Mm. Through a series of chain chemical reactions, these nerve impulses are carried to the brain or muscles for action. Uh, too much sodium can damage the kidneys and increase the risk of your blood pressure. So yeah, that's where we get the buildup of electro electrostatic charge is from the potassium and sodium. That's wild. That's so wild. You'd think I would have read through this already, but apparently <laughs> I didn't get all the way. So, okay, here we go again. Okay. When paired with oxygen, okay. I protect your skin from tans and sunburns. Who am I? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, with oxygen, I, it's probably... When paired with oxygen, I protect your skin. <clears throat> it does come as a main ingredient in many of our suntan lotions. Oh, oh, um, zinc oxide? That's right. Or zinc, at least, is a trace mineral in the human body, meaning that we only require a small quantity. More than 300 enzymes and hormones depend on zinc to carry out chemical reactions. Huh. Um, it's helpful in maintaining healthy immune systems by supporting growth of the immune cells. It aids in protection of the new cells of collagen and fiber-like tissues that take a part in wound healing. And furthermore, it's much needed mineral during times of rapid growth during childhood, adolescence, hmm. and pregnancy. What more, you ask, or this article <laughs> what, does? What more? Well, <laughs> well, due to its involvement in mito—I don't have my glasses on—mitotic cell division and RNA and DNA repair, zinc plays a prominent role in aging. Um, so, zinc deficiency can be quite detrimental to our health. It can cause hormone dysfunction, immunity impairment, and delayed sexual maturation and growth retardation, just to name a few. And apparently, protects our skin from <laughs> sunburns in a form of suntan lotion. Hmm. So uh, that's the story of zinc. <clears throat> Moving on, Mark. <clears throat> I am the name of a superhero and turn rusty when mixed with oxygen and water. Who am I? Um, oh, I'm the first name of a superhero. Iron Man. That's right, Mark. Iron, a lustrous grayish metal, is abundantly president, president, present in our red blood cells and hemoglobin and is responsible for carrying oxygen-rich blood around the body. 
So it must bond to the oxygen somehow by and moves it around the body. Other than keeping our cells alive, yeah, they are a huge part of our blood. Uh, iron is a key component in the enzymes that synthesize steroid hormones, <laughs> bile acid, and certain neurotransmitters, uh, transmitters such as dopamine, dopamine and serotonin. So it seems like iron uh, is a huge integral part of the blood, but also moves a lot of other things around. High concentrations of iron in the body can be fatal as it may damage the liver and heart. On the other hand, a scarcity of iron in the blood can cause anemia. Um, so a lot of people do need iron supplements um, for hemoglobin synthesis. Got to keep that bile producing. I love the word hemoglobin. Yeah, it's very, a pretty good one. And I love the German. word bile. So. <laughs> It is a good, it is a good, the globin is satisfying to say. <laughs> Unter, Untergliebin, <laughs> uh, Glauten Globin. <laughs> what is that from? Uh, from a Def Leppard song. Oh, that's right. It's that little intro. All right. Back to our quiz mark. The Statue of Liberty is made of me. I patina when corrosion hits me. Who am I? Copper. That's right. Copper, a red-orange metal, is an intrinsic part of our human body. Copper is a cofactor of many enzymes that are known as, uh uh-oh, cuproin in... Cuproenzymes? Cuproenzymes. There we go. These enzymes help in energy production and the breakdown of iron and neuro... Oh, that needs it for the breakdown of the iron then. Uh, and some other synthesis. Copper plays a key role in the development of new blood vessels, immune function, and the brain development. It protects our cells from free radical damage, man. <laughs> free radicals. That, oh my gosh, that is my next protest sign. Free, free radicals. Free radicals. Down with protests. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it protects our uh, cells from free radical damage to proteins, membrane, lipids, and nucleic acids. Some One of the stats, boy, if you ever want to go to a garbage heap of information, it's kind of a corner that I never visit. But don't go to YouTube for like, how does the body work? And like, what do we need this for? Because it is just nothing but crackpots and insane people. <laughs> so this information. But one of their thing is like, you have enough copper in you to make 37 pennies. And I was like, well, that can't be right. But now that you say we have like six pounds of metal in us, maybe. Yeah. 37 pennies. But anyway, don't quote me on that, but 37 pennies. All right. We have two more here. Okay. I am the reason... Why rubies are red and Ooh. emeralds are green. Who am I? Mm, I don't know this one. Yeah, that is chromium, oh. which is a heavy metal, an essential mineral that the body requires in trace amounts. But wait, Mark, aren't all heavy metals toxic for the body like mercury? That's what I thought. It, well, it's well, it's so happy as it happens that the trivalent chromium in small quantities doesn't cause any oh, harm good. to the bodies. Good. However, Mark, the hexavalent chromium is 100 times more toxic than the trivalent because it's not easily absorbed by the gastrointestinal tract. Of course, I'm saying all this. You uh, know, of course, all of that. I, I'm um, a big fan of the covalence, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, chromium helps the breakdown of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins and aids in insulin action within the body. So I imagine there is some chromium in um, – that's one of the only things I read about um, vaccines is that they came heavy, hexavalent chromium or something like that. Hmm. I did see someone say that uh, everyone <laughs> – recently say that uh everyone who had a, the the covid vaccine is now owned by 
Moderna or whoever. So perhaps I don't, haven't got my papers in the mail yet that <laughs> I am now owned by. You, you muted yourself. Oh, no. I, I thought you were I pranking could, okay, me. Sorry. <laughs> I am the silence metal. <laughs> Uh, here, I have one of the highest melting points of all pure elements with only tantalum and a tungsten surpassing me. Oh. Me just finding out that tantalum is a thing. not a Star Wars character, but a, a metal on the elemental chart. Uh. So the highest melting points outside of tungsten, which is in a light bulb, and tantalum. Hmm. I... Hint, it was my favorite element earlier. Malignum? <laughs> that's right molybdenum one of the few words that has a b and a d next to each other uh is a silverly silvery white metal and essential for the body as important for enzymes those enzymes are responsible for drinking breaking down certain drugs toxins sulfides and purines purines form uric acid when metabolized whereas sulfites are pres preservatives used to prevent the discoloration of food well, Oh, that took a turn. Hmm. Sulfites, which you always see listed on hot dogs, I think. It's like contain yeah. sulfites. Or, but that's the only food that it's listed on. So it like it's <clears> always <throat> strange to me that it must have such an alarming amount. Yeah, I I see it in wines. <clears throat> like this wine doesn't uh, oh. contain sulfites because sulfites are what give you a hangover. A, well, in, especially in red wine, gives lots of people headaches, yeah. uh, including myself, which is why, Mark, I was a connoisseur of the fancy boxed white wine. Of course. Back when I was drinking like six gallons of it a day or whatever I was doing. Um, so, yeah, in, in conclusion, for the metals in our body, we have things like calcium, which, again, didn't know was a metal. I thought it was more of a powdered rock, right. I guess, but... I guess all rocks are metal. No, no. All metals are rock. Oh, no, I don't think no. that's right either. <laughs> so calcium yeah, for bones and teeth uh, throughout the body regulates the blood pressure, uh, helps the nerves contract some like chromium. We talked about drawing energy, copper, iron, magnesium, manganese, molybdenum, um, potassium sodium and zinc so an interesting dive that had a had a couple very fascinating things that i didn't know especially the how much of the elemental chart is metal when i only so, thought there was like five or six of them and most of them were gas oh i didn't know i guess i didn't know what i thought they were like if they're not a gas is it just gas like what else besides gas and metal are there um well there's a lot of crystals <laughs> and plasmas you know uh plasmas yeah or, wouldn't matter. crystals be a metal because metals don't have it like a crystalline structure correct well it depends uh and so like <laughs> is this a question for next week yeah <laughs> and so based on the criteria that you were giving earlier about metals <laughs> yes. they wouldn't be crystals so like malleability and being able to be oh, stretched sure. into a wire uh wouldn't and so like silicone looks like a metal because it's a semiconductor and so it's got a shiny surface and and it's metallic looking but it's not considered a metal it's a semiconductor is the classification okay. so there's interesting there's and things. i did wait one of the other properties of metal was that they usually 
um, have a very high melting point with the mm. exception of like that gallium that we oh, yeah. had a couple of years ago. Yeah. And there's one other thing that that is liquid at room temperature, well, mercury as well. But um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting things. And now I'm glad I I know that I am several pounds of metal <laughs> in my body so I can further. But yeah, it was always just it's so fascinating to me that we are do need to eat rocks and metal yeah. for us to produce electricity to live, which is just very, very strange. You should uh, look up a video of throwing sodium uh, like a. Oh yeah, like they throw into, into a, river. a river or a lake, uh, and that was a the thing they know. usually have to store pure sodium because we're used to so the colloquial sodium as salt, basically. Right. We kind of use them interchangeably, which is which is not as sodium chloride and like right. incredibly inert, I think. Yeah. Whereas pure sodium is um, very well, yeah, reactive, just violently explode in, in water. water, so they have to store it in kerosene. Yeah. Good so, times. Anyway. Um, and it's good, good. And look at that, right in an hour. It's it's not <laughs> I was trying to figure out what word you were trying to say with the implications. <laughs> so it's ions and cations. It's a cation. Yes. Oh, it's called cation? Yeah. Well, then I <laughs> then I blame the whole system. <laughs> That's a word spelled C A T I O N. I know is not cat eye on there should at least at the very least there has to be a dash in there that reminds me <laughs> there was something so funny in um, in my grad school we were learning about something other and they were using a like what do you call Mark when oh now I've lost the window you're in where did you go? where did you go oh there you are um, what do you call it when there is um you t- you have a name microsoft does it all the time where they n- use the first letter of a bunch of sentences to make up a word oh um i i want to say acronym but it's not uh it i believe it is an acronym yes um they they call it a there's another word uh that is an acronym that is like, oh, well, yeah, well, it's, it's like there might be another one, but yeah. an acronym I'm reading acronym. here is formed by the initial letters of words uh, and then pronounced as that word for so like ASCII and NASA um, would be well, acrostic might be another one where it stands for something. But anyway, so we all know that basic idea where you have a list of things that the first letters spell out something to help you remember it. Now, sometimes we do that for names like NASA, but then there's other um Roy G. Biv is a terrible example because right. that's not a word, but that's, you know, it used. So we have this one in school and it says use this and you're uh, treating this like it's this actual thing that is known in that we were discussing art and, and photography and other how to assess art. And it is called showed, which is S-H-O-W-E-D, showed. And that's to help us remember <laughs> The S, of course, stands for what do you see here? <laughs> so C. The H, of course, stands what is really happening here? Oh, my goodness. The O stands for how does this relate to our lives? The W stands for this one finally works. Why does this concern situation or strength exist? So why? Finally, we go to E. 
how can we become empowered through our new understanding? And D, what can we do? <laughs> so that made me laugh so hard. Is it the most ham-fisted? I'm like, how was that supposed to help me remember anything? You're just picking random letters out of the sentence you constructed to form a word. That's not how any of this works. So the word I was trying to remember was initialism. So Oh, oh, oh. So like there's FBI, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... A acronym is made up of parts of the phrase it stands for and is pronounced as a word. So, okay, AIDS so maybe and this scuba is... and and those things. But DNA is an initialism, not an okay. acronym. Okay. So, do I have egg on my face? Does that official definition you gave say that you can pick any random word in this sentence no, not <laughs> to become no, no, no. the letter? Okay, <laughs> you're exactly right. <laughs> and uh... yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So everyone remember showed showed when you're assessing your <laughs> your art. Word. So what is. Happening? All right. Well, thank you, Mark, for your time this week. Yay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. I was I was very, very happy at the, the content I found for minerals and rocks and metals. So um, check out Fun Employment Radio. Oh, check out me if you are listening to this locally the week we are. Um, it is, we are recording this on Wednesday, but it should be out on Thursday, uh, the 7th. This weekend, which would be, let me look at my calendar, September 9 at the Vancouver Mall, you can come see uh, Brian the Unipiper and me at our booth at the second annual CoovCon, Mark. Oh, that was fun last year. That's a, that that's was a really great show. The, highlights of the shows that I did with the Unipiper last year. It was so fun. It is free. That was my favorite part is that it is free to get in. So take your kids. It's uh, they're going to have a couple people from the walking dead there, but then they also had like lightsaber classes and art things and costume uh, competitions and cosplay and all of this. And it was, and so half of the people came for that. Half of the people just came to the Vancouver mall that day and were shocked at what was going <laughs> I on. I remember that. It was such a fun day. Um, and again, yeah, it's free so you can finally do a cosplay event that doesn't cost several hundred dollars to take your family to nice uh, like a lot of the big conventions so that's on september 9 um whatever times i don't know probably Kufcon. 9 or 10 to 5 or something so yeah the second actual annual kuvcon so check us out there um i may be i may add something to the end of this as i'm editing but and most likely I'll do not. Maybe oh, I'll turn the microphone to Alan Thick, who is still going on and on about uh, cute, adorable pets. animals. What is this called? It is called Animals Are People Too. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I will get a little bit of this audio. had a show on their hands, performing over 150 times a year at festivals and churches. Bacon, please sit up.